Hello and welcome to episode 80 of the Ted Jones World Podcast. A new year is among us. Peter Moran, how are you, sir? I'm great, you know, happy to be here for another, hopefully, wonderful year. Exactly. Happy new year to you, 2021. So, man, um, hopefully this year will be a lot more active, I'd say, than last year in terms of, like, going out about, the, like, leaving the house. Do you know what I mean? I mean, that's what yeah, I mean. Like, like living a life, like, existing in society. Exactly. Uh, I think that these new coronavirus strains are making me a little bit nervous, but it seems that this vaccine will take care of us all for at least a good amount of time. What do you think? That, that's what I'm hoping. Uh, it seems it seems like it's going to be effective with the new strains. What What I'm most disappointed with is that there's a new strain of the virus and it doesn't have like a really cool name, you know? It's, it's just a like, new strain. It's not like OG COVID because you know, <laughs> you know I mean? it's like, it's not like 2.0. It's not like big daddy purple. It's like COVID-19, but worse. Um, I, I hope that the vaccine though just handles that. And then I, I've been watching, watching some CNN and they were saying that as long as 70% of the people, or it has to be like around 70% of the people who get the COVID vaccine, like then herd immunity will be triggered. I mean, but who really knows about yeah. this virus? You know what I'm saying? Feels like we've been spitballing uh, for, for the last 10 months. So, so we'll see what happens. But I kind of think, you know, we get enough numbers, you know, shoot me up with the vax. I can go start living my life. But I would say maybe June-ish, if I don't have what I need, then I'm going to do like, uh, I'm going to get my body laminated and I'm just going to go live my life with, a, with an extra layer of skin on. <laughs> Wait, but apparently they're saying by June, we'll all be able to have it. Did you, did you see that? I saw that. I saw that. And I, I would love that to be the reality. Right. But, you know, I, I, don't, I don't hold my breath. Peter, remember, I don't know if... Go ahead. Remember when we were holding our breath in the morning to make sure we didn't have it? Yes, <laughs> dude. Okay. And also, dude, I don't know if I told you. No, I don't believe I did. I had a little bit of a scare. I um, actually was around someone who had tested positive initially. So I got a test. I got a rapid test and a PCR test, and they both thankfully came back negative. That is, that is wonderful news. Dude, also a very scary thought being in a foreign place and catching it. Like, what would I have had to quarantine in my apartment for 14 days in Miami? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. You're not about to hop on a flight. You'd that's be, true yeah. dude it's also you like each each closet. yeah each state has their own rules that like you need to research the like the rules before you hop on a flight like you can really get in trouble man I, i'm hearing that they're checking up on people like non-stop i mean some people that i know that went from florida to new york have already been checked up on by the cdc you know what i'm saying or i don't know if it's the cdc yeah no they're knocking on doors. They're knocking on windows. They're making sure people are uh, doing what they're supposed to be. So how many family members are in your house currently? If you mean this literal moment. <laughs> no, I, I mean, maybe not this literal moment, but like at the past few days, because yeah. I know you've been uh, home in Buffalo for a little bit. Yeah, we were up to six, but uh, we okay. lost one. To, she, she returned to Illinois. 
we're we're still at five actually, but I'm out. This is it. This is my last day in the Buffalo residence, and then it's back to New York for me, back to the grind. Wow, interesting. And are you excited to get back to New York City? Yeah, I got a lot of I got a lot of goals, a lot of things I want to get. Wow. After this year, you know, I need I need to be like back there, be be in focus, be like living my life. You know, anytime I feel like I'm out of the city, I'm away from from my normal routine. That's what it is. That being said. I have to spend some time in the burbs. It's a little bit daunting to go back to that tiny little shoebox in the midst of the winter with no real social action. Dude, we'll definitely talk about New Year's resolutions. But since you are going back to New York City and you spent, I guess, your winter break, I'll put that in quotes, up right. in Buffalo, are you are you warm weather guy? Like, are oh. you slightly jealous of me right now or what? I'm very, very jealous. I, I mean, I've I've experienced everyone thinks because I'm from Buffalo, I'm supposed to handle New York weather. Like, oh, this is cold. You're from Buffalo. It's like, so I still hate it. I'm still sick of being in the cold. I mean, I can't get away from it. I tried to, after I graduated college near Chicago, also frigid, I was like, all right, I'm going to LA, spending a year there. Weather was incredible. Loved it. But, you know, the LA circumstances weren't ideal. And I peaced out. And now I'm back on the East Coast shivering me timbers every single winter like dude we were talking about episode 79 last episode that like there's definitely um a point in a vacation where you're like all right like time to get back to new york city even though oh yeah the weather is gorgeous here in florida and i'm sure the weather could potentially be gorgeous in a turks and caicos in a bahamas it's Uh, like there's like a, a 10 day hump like once you're in like once you're somewhere for 10 days you're like all right, this is like the most beautiful place ever, but there's nothing going on. There's no way for me to improve myself in this environment. You know, I don't want to say that Florida is not a place with very successful individuals because obviously um, a lot of people who have made it in life are down here. But I'd say just as you'd said earlier, like we are most productive in New York City. So I myself Mm -hmm. am ready to go back and um, spend this new year in New York City, dude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, you got to get back to it. The one thing that happens to me when I'm away from New York often is I'll be like, oh, the, the pace is so much slower and I get anxious and I'm like, I need to be back. I need things happening. I need to walk around, see people all the time. I got to do this. I got to do that. But now I don't really have that because I've had 10 months of kind of like getting that out of my system a little bit by having such a boring and slow quarantine routine and then coming here and it's like no different. I'm going to go back to New York to like another slower lifestyle. So I don't have the typical urge to get back of just like the action, the fast paced nature of the city. You know, that's usually the biggest draw to me is just like, I can't sit around anymore. I need to be somewhere where something is always going on. No, I I think that that is, it's probably a New York City thing. Because, you know, people in LA can definitely chill at their house for the whole day and not really worry about, oh, I got to go out and do something just because you have to drive everywhere. Man, I'm not yeah, talking oh, shit yeah. about LA, but like, it's a lot easier it, to just sit in your house and chill and not be worried about walking outside when everything is a few miles away. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. That's, that's the major difference between the cities, without a doubt. For sure. Okay, Peter. So before we get into New Year's resolutions, do we have any emails to discuss for this week, for this new year? Well, we do. We do, okay. but it's going to be a little bit outdated, but I want to read it anyway, just because I chuckled when I read it. Okay. I thought it was interesting. All right, okay. go ahead. So, so this is from a gal named Marissa. 
she says dude also by the way i'm loving the female viewership keep them coming keep them coming ladies yeah yeah send send us your emails and we'll answer them past their point of relevance whenever you want (laughs) (laughs) deadjonesworld at gmail.com go ahead bro retroactive advice from peter and chad right now uh so okay so she's talking to two two fellas separately i don't know why she said separately as if she would have had a group chat where she's just like texting them both like hey what's going on guys <laughs> love you but she's got two, she's talking to two dudes separately and uh they're going to be at the same new year's eve she says hang which means like Ooh. it sounds like there's a party and she's downplaying it because uh quarantine went out but whatever same new year's eve hang what do i do i don't think i've led either of them to believe that we're exclusive or anything but they both think that for the sake of the party that they're with me she doesn't give any other detail on how they both ended up there. I'm imagining some mutual friends and she wasn't inviting them both. But yeah, she's got a little bit of a double booking. Now, also, I would think that maybe, I don't know if she was downplaying coronavirus and just saying hang, but also hang, right. I would think implies like 10 or less, like a, a responsible yeah. hang. Am I right? Well, that's the thing. If it is 10 or fewer, this is far far trickier (laughs) not this is not a situation where you can just kind of get lost in the hordes do you have a do you have a location of marissa or no 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 location okay um okay so i i guess the question would be what do you do or what should she do as of last as of uh last night because it is the new year now (laughs) yeah so Uh, I wonder how that situation actually ended up, but I'd say she just has to keep her distance kind of from both of them. And New Year's, New Year's kiss, dude, is going to be a nightmare. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. The amount that's, of times. Yeah, the, that's the thing. The amount of times I've like, I've chased a New Year's kiss. I mean, it's been a few mm-hmm. years, but dude, I remember like when I was like 16 or 17 years old, this girl, uh, this girl, Nina. So I had been talking to her for, I had a crush on this girl since I was like 12 years old for like four and a half years. So when I was like 16 or 17 years old, we were like texting on new year's Eve and she was like, Oh, like come to this party. You had a crush on this girl. Huh? How long had you been? How long had you been crushing on this girl? Like four, four and a half years. I had a crush on this girl for. So, um, I, uh, I was, I had been like texting her for like, um, like we text all the time, whatever. And then she was like, Oh, come to this new year's Eve party. So dude, I go to this new year's Eve party and I show up and then she's just automatically like hanging out with all of her girlfriends and like a few guys and stuff. So I personally by myself went to the new year's Eve party and dude, I was in the other room. Like there were probably 25 kids in the living room and I was in the other room when everyone was Uh counting down like three, two, one, happy new year. That was, that was the worst new year of of my life. So I'd say that Marissa, it's definitely better to be in a circumstance where you're (laughs) at, where there are two guys who want you. But, um, I'd say that maybe beforehand you really kind of have to warn the boys. Maybe you don't have to tell them about each other. But it depends how big this hang is, Peter. And also, it depends, like, how serious you are with both of the gentlemen. Because chances are, if it's small hang, they're going to want a New mm-hmm. Year's Eve kiss. I know. That's, that's the big issue, is the kiss. Because I agree with you, though. I think you go with neither. I think you avoid any, any sort of PDA in this situation. And you tell them, you're, or not even, whether you tell them or not, 
you're focused on the gals, right? You're focused on the other friends. You're giving time to both of them in a kind of like, we're all hanging out here. We're paying attention to each other. Hey, I'm catching up with you five, 10 minutes. Like we're talking. It's real. You're giving me real attention, but you're spreading it around enough that they're not saying, oh, well, she's talking to Ted. Then she's talking to Peter. She's talking to Ted. Then she's talking to Peter. It's Ted. Then everyone else. Then a little bit of Peter, a little bit of Ted, a little bit of and then she's gonna like she's gotta grab all her girls right at midnight and all get in that little circle where they all hug each other. Oh my god! It comes in. So we do, do Yeah, or <laughs> I mean, she has to be the vocal one here. First of all, she doesn't want to let a lot of people know at the party. Preferably, no one. Let no one know at the <laughs> hang that you're like dealing with these two guys. And like five uh-huh. minutes before midnight, I'd say you gotta rally the girls up together and be like, "Should we do a New Year's hug right at twelve, ladies?" Yes. Yes, exactly. If she gets, if she's on, focuses on that, then neither of them can be upset. I mean, if she, if she ends a night with one of the guys, it's over for the other. That's just too much. It's too direct. It's too in your face and and it's over. If she does this, then she can buy herself some more time, talk to the fellas and figure out what she wants. Now, did she, Claire, I know in the email, it didn't really sound like she had a favorite, but I, I mean, maybe we can get some background on this, Marissa. If you did have a favorite, then maybe it would be beneficial for you to kind of lean towards that favorite one. I don't know. It's never really good to be juggling two men or two women yeah. at the same time. Yeah, it's it's a messy situation, no matter what. Because even if it were like, look, I, I don't really want to talk to the other dude anymore. Do you really want to break the news in that way? Do you want it to... <laughs> I, w- I would just avoid any sort of discussion, any sort of real conflict, enjoy both of them, hang out, have a good time with your friends, and really, really keep it very platonic with everyone there. Spread the love, Marissa. That's the advice. Absolutely. And it being 2021, like people, I think, will really understand that now is the time to really get close to your, to your girlfriends, rather, um, for the, the 2021 kids, rather than just some one-off guy, right? Exactly. Plus, you know, if you got to, like... The other situation would just be wake up in the morning and be like, hey, I'm not feeling great and I don't want to go to this thing <laughs> right now. That's the other thing. You do have, you do have a great excuse uh, during these times. But yeah, I, th- I, think that's, I think that's just one more way to legitimize it. It's you got to be with your girls and you got to avoid sw- swapping saliva with his and Yeah, and hurting people's feelings. Honestly, this is maybe, I, I don't want to say a, ba- a good problem to have, but I don't, th- dude, I've never been in a, a, a circumstance like this. Like maybe at, maybe for like a few days, I'm texting two girls at once and then can't decide. But like, usually one of the girls will fall off. <laughs> you know what I mean, or like, will sh- will not be interested anymore. Or maybe I won't be interested in one of them. But chances are, um, if you're playing with this many hearts, um, it'll just likely end up with you not having anyone, dude. <laughs> it's, that's often how it goes. Uh, it's I you watch the OC it's like Seth with uh Summer and uh the other girl who I loved I forget I forget her name but when Seth Cohen was in that oh, right. triangle with the girl he'd been in love with forever Summer and then the, the really it was she, he was in love with Summer and then that really like fancy like chic girl whatever her name was who like looked a little yeah. older well, what about there was also there was that like uh <laughs> that like nerdy girl or something I don't know. I don't know. She was she was more like him because in my mind he was a nerd. She was more like him, but you know, he chose Summer as right. they all do. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, uh, I, ever, go ahead. 
have you ever been in a situation where you're you're into someone but their friend is into you like you're not into yeah. two people at the same time or whatever yeah. but like, sure yes that's ha- that's happened to me a struggle. few times maybe it may be an annoying amount but like to the point where it's like <laughs> i'm not interested in your friend like i'm interested in you and then that girl is trying or maybe that specific girl was not interested in me in general and then was pawning me off to her friend but like used it as an excuse i don't know i feel like if uh if someone is into you and the per- like you're into them as well like you'll chances are you'll get together i don't think the friend's feelings really has a lot to do with it i don't know i don't want totally like, it dep- it obviously depends on the circumstance and the situation but i think that when two people like each other there's usually no stopping it man you know unless it's a it's, unless it's a really awkward and uncomfortable situation if it's someone's sister someone's ex-girlfriend someone's ex-boyfriend then maybe um maybe it's different damn dude you're really drinking all the liquids over there you got a nice iced coffee was that hot coffee or what hot coffee hot coffee through the winter months i'm always slurping right Uh, but i i agree with what you're saying like like all the not that any excuse anyone gives isn't valid but for the most part timing circumstances like you said an ex a, a sister like people are going to people are going to prioritize being with the person they want to be with and that's like almost always going to happen i have been in a scenario where i was into someone and their friend was into me but that person wasn't in the person i was into wasn't into me but right. you still had that dynamic of like i'm trying to like um, like i'm such away. a good person my friend likes you <laughs> like meanwhile i'm not interested yeah exactly yeah <laughs> it's it still like changes your behavior you still have to like have this weird like balance uh when you're interacting as a group uh it's funny it's funny though you said you said like if the situation is is sticky people might not be together i have a very like small uh group of friends that i went to high school with around here and within the group everyone got very married very young and it's yeah. kind of an incestuous group to where one guy is married to the ex of another guy who is also the sister of another guy so it's kind of it's kind of you got all the circumstances in one she's both the sister of one of the guys in the group and the ex of another guy well you went to a small high school correct <laughs> apparently very small right um i think that like maybe small town small high school that's kind of how it ends up like dude when people uh, keep it in the family and like other other places in the world or whatever when people marry their cousins or shit like that it just cuz like it's just cuz like you're more comfortable with the people who you've been around the the most amount of time you know that's the beauty of new york city you can meet like new people every night you know what i'm saying just an endless just an endless pool of strange faces yeah you can meet anyone but you can't ever really know anyone can you no well i mean that's what we were talking about episode 79 everyone has a different version of themselves and other people in their head all right dude well that was a terrific uh viewer email yes slightly late but um not by much keep sending in emails tedjonesworld at gmail.com um peter is there anything we really won't talk about if people ask so far, we have yet to come across an email that we were right. to discuss. I mean, so we, we send that yeah, in, we're going to solve it. We're pretty liberal out here. So um, anything that from G rated to probably rated R will hit, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Do t- tell us what your issue is and we'll handle it. And it could, 
it could be it doesn't have to be an system. issue too yeah. it could be something cool like something great that you just did um <laughs> in your life yeah you could you could just email me say hi we could be pen pals like yeah. you can do whatever you want in there <laughs> all right great so a ni- nice email as i said so okay i guess we will get into a question that uh i i have for you man what what are some of the, the things that you have planned for this year you know you said you have a lot of things to get going and get started when you get back to new york what do you think is what do you think are one what is one of the top three things that you uh plan on doing in this new year as a resolution thing you know what i mean i do this okay. is I'm more of a I'm more of a goal guy than a resolution guy. Sure, please give us goals instead. Yeah, resolutions are lame. Also, goals you're right are way better because goals That's are resolutions. About. Am I right? That's true. You, you know, if you want to like like because resolutions are usually very vague. It's like I'm gonna try to be a more patient person. It's like okay, great. First of all, you shouldn't have been so patient as to wait until the new year to begin that resolution. And also like, what are you going to do? Measure that? Are you going to say, yeah, I felt like I was more patient. No. But if I say I want to uh, bench 225, 12 times this year, then, you know, I did it or I didn't. I would, Um, I would say that's a lot of weight. (laughs) That is a lot. And given that I probably won't have access to the gym for a few more months still, it's a lot unlikely that it happens, but we'll see. Wait, side note, side note, I guess before you finish this, how much do you bench bro? Well, I haven't since like February. I could okay. it, it might at my very peak, I think I was able to do something like that, like two twenty five, nine or ten. What? But if you were now, I'd probably be like five. Oh. Damn, yeah, dude, that's got, impressive. Kids got some sneaky packs over here. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. I, I miss yeah. That I, so usually I do a few fitness goals like that, you know. And then a few like I'm gonna read this many books, I'm gonna my writing goals are I'm Last year, I wrote my first pilot, and this year, I want to write my first full-length screenplay. Wow. And that is, that's going to be, I just did, like, the initial brainstorm for it yesterday, so it's, we have a full year to do this, and I think I will. I mean, Grant, I was given a lot of time to focus on writing as opposed to, like, actually performing stand-up comedy this year, um, which... I'm hesitant to put any resolutions and goals around right now because I don't know when I'm going to really be able to do it. But yeah, that's that's one of the goals. Finish finish the first full length screenplay, and then you know just a lot of things like places I want to get published, uh, accolades I want to acquire. That like those are goals, but there there's not a really really specific path where I'm like, well, I just got to check this box and that box and that box, like I would with a fitness goal, perhaps. You know. Now, are you? kind of like a day-to-day guy in terms of getting a little bit done each day and then seeing that progress forward mm-hmm. or are you kind of like okay I need to bang this out by this specific day it doesn't matter how much I'm gonna do each day do you know what I mean it's not like it, it would yeah. potentially for you would be like okay I'm gonna write 10 pages each day this week rather than 70 pages um this week in total right. I'm more of a day by day, but I don't, if I don't have a very specific deadline, if it's like this self-imposed, then I'm day by day, but I don't hold myself to incredibly strict standards on the day by day. It's more, like you said, on the week or monthly basis, but I do try to break it down. I do try to at least stay like 90% consistent with my day-to-day goals in that regard. Just, just more for the sake of the discipline of like every day I'm getting better at this. I'm writing, I'm learning, I'm growing, all that. 
I really believe in, in building habits and going back to New York and getting started with that is going to be like a really, it's going to be a wake up call. Cause I just came from the two like most sluggish weeks of the year and I've just been chilling. I've been sleeping in, I've been sipping my coffee and my sweatpants and it's time to like, it's time to wake up, hop out of bed and attack the day with vigor. Wow, dude. I mean, it sounds like you're rearing to go, which is a good attitude to have. Yeah, I'm 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 fired up and I'm trying to keep that, you know, <laughs> day to day focus. What about you? What's uh what's on tap? Dude, so I would actually say that the number one goal that I have, you're included in, and I hope you're comfortable with this. Um I, I, I want to be able to drop 150 episodes of content in 2021. So this being episode 80, dude. Uh, we should, this time next year, we should be on episode 230 and us dropping episodes Monday, Thursday, Saturday, as we do 2am, by the way, Monday, 2am, Thursday, 2am, Saturday, 2am. I, we, we will be able to do that mathematically, assuming we drop content three times a week. So how do you feel about 150 episodes in 2021? So that is a lot of words. That is, I'm, I'm excited, dude. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing, I'm looking forward to listening back to app 80 and then listening to 230. Wow. And uh, seeing, seeing the growth, you know? Yeah. Like, seeing dude, I like, I'm, I'm not joking at all. And everyone listening right now and Peter, I know seeing me on the other side of the zoom camera, considering we are still um, living life remotely for the next couple of episodes, we're going to be getting to 230 either by December 31st or January 1st of 2021 or 2022. So I'm boldly staying it here. Uh, Peter, I know that you want to make it happen as well. And I think that each episode that goes by, we're just going to keep getting more comfortable with each other. And my New Year's resolution is just to do as much as I can every day, dude, whether that's waking up before 5 a.m., or staying up late, hitting those open mics, hitting comedy shows, whatever it is, bro. I just, I just want to improve every day. And I know that's a vague thing to say, but I think sure. that being better than you were yesterday, yesterday, even if it's by 1%, is still good. Yeah, no, I, I think that's the way, when, when, it comes to, when it comes to growth, like you have, like we said, you have some goals, but, but there isn't too much else to it other than every day just trying to like do the things check the boxes and get better in that way you can't really you can't measure growth and improvement as easily as you want to it's not all about accolades and whatever else like yeah it is that simple as as cliche as that might be like get better every day it is that simple like all right did i did i do it today did i move forward and then you will and this is especially with any like creative pursuit like this where you start and you have no idea what's going on you look back and you're like wow yeah I did get a lot better. And it, it also, I think, just takes something as simple as telling yourself, okay, I want to get better each day. Because then you just compare yourself to the day, the, the, you know, yesterday. You know, instead of comparing yourself to uh, Joe Rogan or, you know, another, uh, another duo, whatever, that has more views currently on their podcast than us. You know, it's a matter of you and I battling with, ourselves from yesterday you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. so yeah. i've i've i mean I've, I've gotten that quote i think from uh a lebron james maybe a young lebron james when 
he was asked if he was was nervous to the point where he would be considered a bust if he wasn't a first ballot Hall of Famer. LeBron was like, nah, like that kind of stuff doesn't really. An 18-year-old LeBron said this. He was like, that kind yeah. of stuff doesn't bother me. I just want to focus on getting better each day, which is like such a deep thing to even think about because like there's so many distractions in this world where you can compare yourself. I'm telling you, it's crazy. Like I know, like my sister, for example, I think has more money in the bank right now than I do. And she's younger than me. So it's like, I can, I, I can compare myself to my sister, but then again, she makes dinner at home every night. She's much more cautious with spending her money. Doesn't take, ubers takes the train only so there are definitely certain things that people do every day that can potentially make themselves better better than another person but i think you just need to focus on what you're doing every single day can i get a preach peter preach there it is i i I agree with what you're saying you got to have that narrow focus you gotta you know you got to keep moving forward on your own have you ever had have you ever had a resolution like resolution resolution in the past that changed your life like i know you've got some habits now you're you're vegan um you uh you run pretty much every single day have you ever had have you ever had a resolution at the beginning of the year and then you look back and it like yeah it completely changed your life changed who you are something to that extreme unfortunately no i think that um i've had times in my life where i'm like okay i gotta cut that shit out like i gotta stop doing that um for me it was like ketamine for like i was doing ketamine like a lot for like a good amount of time dude like i'd say for like eight to ten months i was like doing a good amount of ketamine and then one day one day i was just like this is fucked up i need to stop like i started (laughs) i started like feeling like i was not on the earth so like that's when i decided it was either like all right i need to freaking go to rehab or i just need to cut this shit out right now and I cut it out. I did. Just I like cut that it out. Cold Turk. Yeah. Wow. Yes, Good. dude. A man of discipline. Wait, I. This is. <laughs> this is interesting. I'm glad you you dropped <laughs> that on it. Eight to ten. How how freaking are we talking? Like every weekend, every night. Almost almost every day, dude. Like it it, it got to the point where I was like, <sighs> I was doing like almost a bag of ketamine a day. Where it was, and the bags of ketamine, bro, are like expensive. They were like fifty dollars. They were like fifty dollars, man. So I was spending like two hundred and fifty to three hundred dollars a week just on ketamine. It was crazy. Damn. And I don't know if you guys have ever tried this drug. I mean, it's quite the drug. Maybe try it once if you want to like feel <laughs> like you're not on this earth. But like, definitely keep it at an arm's distance if you're someone who likes escaping reality for the time being. But when it when it really hit me when I needed to stop doing it, I was this was like, a year and a half ago, this is like, right after I got jaw surgery, I mm-hmm. ordered some I did some and this was when like I hadn't eaten in like a few days because my jaw was like messed up. So I couldn't eat anything right. the, the jaw surgery. So I just had some had some ketamine oh my god this is a crazy story that i'm telling you so i took some ketamine dude and i was like what am i gonna do with my life i need to figure out something to do with my life i started looking at my stock portfolio i started buying stocks that i thought were gonna be like i don't know like home (laughs) runs bro i bought like (laughs) med men 
I bought, uh, I just bought like a whole bunch of shit that was like, that I thought was going to change the world. And like the chance I bought some Beyond Me, which is going to change the world. Med Men, which is going to change the world. It's the weed company. And I texted my boy and I was like, dude, do you want to start a podcast? Mm-hmm. So <laughs> the, um, the initial producer on the podcast, uh, Pat Charmel, I texted him like a year and a half ago. And I was like, dude, I know you're good at like, editing and i know you're good at producing and stuff do you want to start a podcast with me we'll call it ted jones world and he was like uh yeah sure so this was like dude this came from the the podcast idea came from like a ketamine trip that Uh, is hilarious yeah i don't want to fully say that like the drug influenced me to start a podcast but like i don't know no eating and, and ketamine i don't know if you don't if so if people stop listening to this if this ceases to exist you get back on the academy <laughs> no dude i'm fucking do- dude i am done with that shit bro you're like, all that, sponsors like dude that that life like messed me up bro like i would get i, I would get super emotional i mean like people don't really tend to i guess dabble with ketamine like you get ketamine before you're going under in like a surgery do you know what i mean so like just doing a little bit of it like you can imagine it would just like would put you in a like not your everything is like like everything is like zoomed out like you right now in front of the screen like you would feel 20 feet away if you were on ketamine and then like your brain starts to speed up but the thing is your brain speeds up but it doesn't like translate to your mouth and words so I could be like Peter podcast, but, but I would think in my head. Things? I would think in my head that I'm telling like telling you everything like at a light speed. I'm like, bro, E <laughs> does really equal MC squared. Quite the fucking drug, I tell you. Wow, wow, it sounds like it. I, that might be my New Year's resolution is to. <laughs> is to start doing it (laughs) dude i mean i i would recommend it to people for like just to try it because it's really a crazy experience it reminds me of from what i've read of like a a lighter form of like dmt or ayahuasca you know where you see a different version of life and there's someone who's talking to you or whatever but the thing about ketamine is that you really see that everything is connected to a point where it's absolutely nuts. Like any of the energy that is in the air, you'll see it affected in certain ways that you're thinking and ways that it, it's portrayed. It's just like, it's such a crazy drug. And um, so to the point where it helped my life, but also almost ruined my life. And you can always look back on negative experiences and turn them into a positive or you cannot. You know, like I can learn, look at my hurt knee five months ago and I wasn't able to run for three months and now I'm able to run again. So I'm happy that I got a hurt knee because now I know that, you know, I got to take it easy occasionally or, or whatever it is. Yeah, dude, positive spins, positive spin on everything. I want you to be my PR guy if I ever need one. I want, I want you when I'm, when I am ultimately big and famous and go to rehab for a drug addiction, I want you to be the guy talking to reporters. I want How do you, what do you want you me to say? <laughs> you don't realize this is a good thing. This was all part of the plan. He just wanted to experience different versions of life so he could come back stronger and with better ideas for you. He's doing this for you. That's, that's the spin that you're putting on my experience. Isn't that crazy, though, that like <laughs> if you actually spoke like that, it might be, or if I actually spoke like that as your PR guy, it would actually be true. 
Granted, you came it back might, a better yeah. person. Granted, you came back a better person. We'll we'll see. Even if I didn't, you would tell him I did. So that's what matters. Yeah, it's all part of the life story. Peter Moran, wow, what an an episode, dude. 2021. Um, just sharing my full um addicted addiction to ketamine story, I guess. But I'm clean oh, yeah. now, bro. I'm clean. I'm not I'm not gonna touch that drug again. I'll just stick to the green and um occasionally drink alcohol, you know, maybe once every two weeks once a yeah. month but not a lot you seem like you seem like you got it figured out and honestly that's a pretty that's a pretty <laughs> deep pit you dug yourself out of that's it's a great story i'm glad we got into that yeah dude it was um it was really a, it was a dark time in my life and it was also a freaking bright time in my life peter you got <laughs> you got you got anything else for episode 80 before we wrap up uh this first episode of the new year and 149 more this year brother Nah, this is this is a good uh, this is a good kickoff to the year. Everyone, get your emails in here. Get get it in. Get after us on social media. Start start blowing us up. Start telling us what like like start controlling our lives. You know, we want make make it a community. Come in here. Tell us what you need to talk about. Tell us why you need Ted to get back addicted to ketamine. To whatever it is he'll do it for you. That's how committed. Dude, if it's for the if it's for the pod, it's a discussion. If you're like. Peter, I need you to find the biggest carrot there is right now, and I need you to eat it live on a podcast. Like, I'll do it. That's the kind of interaction we're looking for. So get at us. This is a community here. And um, why don't you just shout out your handles just so people will remember and people will um, reach out to us and uh, make this more so of a family event. Yeah, I'm Peter Moran, M-O-R-A-N. Come follow me on everything. And, you know, I, I like to interact. Dude, rate, comment, subscribe. And you know what's also funny? So it's I'm Peter Moran. And you know something that like, I don't know, dude, cocky like IG models are like, I am Kelsey Swift. It's very nice that you have the like apostrophe, you know, like I'm Peter Moran. Like you're not like, I am Peter Moran. I just try to be, I think of Chuck Bass. Uh, Oh my God. Chuck Bass. Bro, I wanted to be Chuck Bass for a (laughs) long time. I did too. That's why I got the handle. I'm yes that is great Own peter it. moran you are. thank you brother episode 80 rate comment subscribe ted jones world at gmail.com ted jones world on everything i'm peter moran on everything peter thanks so much for joining me remotely and bro i cannot wait to get back in the studio we'll have a couple more episodes here on zoom but i don't think the listeners are really worried so much because the sound quality is great right 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 Right. (laughs) All right, everyone. We will see you next time for episode 81. Peter, have a great rest of the day, my brother. Have a great rest of the year, friend. Ooh, see you soon. Bye.